Hockey talk. Hockey talk. Hockey talk. In the movies, they always go out and find a kid who's really good to join the team. Hey, that's right. We need a ringer. We need a Canadian. We've seen Fourier <laughs> on skates before, so it all of the talk is nonsense. They're dinosaurs. They know how to like yeah. survive. Got to shout out Razor. That donuts for him. Ah, uh, don't worry. I got Bruins plates. People get out of my way. Oh well, have a good game. Well, the Bruins got it done against Vegas last night, but, well, that isn't really the story that we're going to lead with, of course, because it's time for a hockey talk. It's Friday. It's 11-22 with Gretchen Fourier, and that means it's time for our buddy Andrew Razor Raycroft of Nesson, and, of course, he's with us here on WEEI as well. Razor, good morning, friend. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. Good morning. Uh, Great now, Friday. Yeah, now I'm going to get out of the way for the next three minutes while Hopalong uh, grinds his gears <laughs> with you. So what happened? <laughs> how about a little backstory no, no, for no, the people? No, who no, don't, people how people about the people who the don't know? No, no people, people know. People, people know. know. Uh, on, my, on last week, I, on I, last Friday, hold on, you. You're in trouble. Oh, boy. Last week... <laughs> Razor promised. He promised. It was like a blood oath. He said, "He, he well, that's what it felt like to me." He said, oh. "He said, wait till Monday, guys. I'm going to say Dunsky for all the people here in the great Commonwealth of Massachusetts." Would you turn him into a freaking Croatian? He's like Christoph Porzingis now. I waited all night. I watched the whole game. Yeah. I was sleepy as well, hell, and I didn't see it or hear it once. So what happened? What I. What I what I would like to know is what what outfit did I have on for you? Because I know you weren't actually watching. You had a but... suit with a tie on. It was a blue suit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no tie, dude. No tie on Monday night at late. <laughs> oh, you know what it was? Oh, that was the Beyond the Bee where you're with a bachelor and a bachelorette doing some silly back and forth oh, question oh, yeah. and answer. That's, that's what that was. Sorry. That, yeah, we'll, uh... we'll we'll let that slide this week. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, you got skeletons all over the place. Like, so what happened? Yeah. Why didn't you? Why didn't you uh, no, fulfill your promise? I don't know. I, I screwed up. I, I, I there's no really other way to do it. It was late. I the, they've been losing every game in overtime. Um, but I I, sh- I needed to just work it. I needed to just bite the bit <laughs> and do it and get it out rather than deal with it this all week. Because uh, I, I I knew I screwed up. Like I knew like once I got through the pregame, I was like. I, I, how did I? I know they're gonna find out. I didn't say it. Like I know Fourier is gonna find out. I know he wasn't watching, but I know he's gonna find out. I didn't say it. No, I, I had people watching for me. Uh, but listen, oh, listen, that is hurtful. Listen, it was like at one o'clock in the morning. Okay, I'm sorry. Like I can't do that. I'm in what, bed at nine. You didn't watch pregame? No, I don't watch pregame. I'm making dinner. At nine o'clock at night on a ten o'clock deal, uh, I'm like, time is it? Man, oh man! Even your line, it sucks. No wonder why you get in trouble with your wife all the time. You just blurt things out. I know. I don't fact check anything. All right, Liz, I'll give. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you another chance, though. You're forgiven. Okay, I'll find a way. I, okay. I will say it. I know. When I, when I heard, it. when I saw that they lost, I was like, there's no way he did it because it had to be a in a good mood like they were last night. Like last night, an unbelievable game. Held the lead, like had had a lead, lost the lead, tied it up, won the game. So that would have been the time to do it. Well, that's part of it. Is like it, when and and not this. You know, you're in the garden. You can kind of say a little bit more, and no one really know. You know, picks up on it, and everyone's happy. And 
Um, I'm not out for my own gain, right? Like, it's a team sport on that desk, too, for you, right? It just can't be about me throwing words out right. for everyone. It's, okay. it's a team game, you know? All right. Well, talk about the team yeah. then, because I thought, you know, you, the other day I was bickering with uh, Gresh about, like, the trade deadline coming up, how it feels like a bridge year, and, and I'm sitting there going, wow, like, how stupid of a comment was that? Because when the, when the Bruins struggled the most – like they, 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 their toughest stretch was like this last road trip. It feels like, and they still earned points. They, they still were in the game. Yeah, it wasn't perfect. And then they play a team like the Knights, and they start off super fast. But then they come back, and then they, they ultimately win the game with an unbelievable save to to cap it. So I mean, I don't know if if you look at that game as all oh, more of the same problems or like holy crap, these guys, you know, played a tough game and made the biggest plays when it mattered. That's the way I lean. I'm, of course, I'm probably a little more optimistic than everyone else. I, I, you know, I follow the team in a way that's a little different than everyone else. But, but these guys have never. I, I get the playoffs last year. I really do. But they always find ways to to show up, and, and they're they're grinding away. And I, I, I get it. It's not an excuse, but the season's really hard. And that going out west and doing that and and blowing leads and overtime and shootouts it's it's easy to get on them about it but at the same time we, they have 84 points they have they're tied for the most points in the entire national hockey league so it would be a lot worse if they were grinding and they were trying to get into seventh or eighth place right now i think we'd be you know you could be a lot more critical and the other thing too is is they beat really good teams they're they're one of the if not the best winning percentage in the National Hockey League against teams that are in the playoffs. So they, they, it, it doesn't always look easy. They, they can make it hard on themselves at times. It's far from perfect, far from perfect, but they're still really good, and, and, and I think we have to enjoy it a little bit more than we do rather than wanting to just jump on this group because they're going to be in the playoffs, and, and like we know, hockey playoffs, you, you never know. It's all about matchups in that first round. Our buddy Andrew Razor Raycroft of Nesson and WEEI with us on the Harbor One Hotline, breaking down everything Bruins related. You put out a tweet last night, Razor, eighth straight game where the Bees have given up at least three goals. How concerning is that stat to you? That's not ideal. It's it's not concerning in like, oh my God, this is, you know, the, the, this needs to get blown up, like like I just talked about with Fourier's question. But it's concerning in that it's too long. Like they they haven't they're they're not playing perfect defense right now. Their special teams, the penalty kill has contributed to that a little bit. It's just it's just too long, and they they have to tighten things back up a little bit here in the next six weeks. The good news is it's six weeks. And you you heard Don Sweeney last night. We've heard Cam Neely. They are looking for you know defensive help, like every other team in the National Hockey League. But I think that will go a long way. And I also, when you have Hampus Lindholm, I, I I feel like we've really seen how important he is to this group over the last ten days with him out of the lineup. Like he's a big deal and a big part of of playing defense and shutting other teams down for this group. Razor, so off of the defense and some of the issues that are going on that are sort of leading to this sort of rise in goals given up, if the Bruins could just do one thing defensively that could be the biggest thing to helping them 
give up less goals, what would it be? What would that tweak be? I love that. Perfect question. Uh, oh, sets geez. me up well because I've had this thought. <laughs> I've, I've been and the big thing is I, you watched the game even last night. I, I wish they would just punt a little bit more. I wish they would keep it simpler. I wish they would just get pucks out of the zone at times. They have an amazing first period. Everything's going perfect, right? Every breakout plays, the rhythm of it, the timing's great. Second period, not so much. And they're still forcing those plays at times and still trying to make that same first period breakout that isn't there anymore because the teams are being extra aggressive because they're down. there's, There's just not as much room. There's not as much time. And that's what I saw in the playoffs last season. Just as much from the Bruins not organizing and making plays, but what the Florida Panthers, what the Vegas Golden Knights did, the entire playoff run was that the high flip and and the off the glass at times and just lived to fight another day. And I, I would wish the Bruins could turn it on and off a little bit more when it comes to simplifying and finding and understanding the 10 or 12 minutes within a game where it's like, you know what, we're punting and we're going to get this puck out and we're going to try and just flip the ice rather than make – three perfect breakout passes to flip the ice. I, I just like to see them keep it simple at certain times and not worry about puck possession when necessary. So, Razor, how important was that that uh, fourth period, last second save by Swayman last night? Do you, is, is, because I'm sitting there going, God, I can't remember, you know, a lot of, like, you know, big-time saves like that throughout the year at the end of the game when it really they were holding on for dear life. And and I don't know if they've – I think at times they haven't allowed the goaltender to make that kind of save because they've been so conservative. And they're giving up – like Vancouver, they give up the point shot screen where the goalie can't see it, he can't make a save, or a tip or a quick rebound play in front. And it's it's okay to be a little aggressive and allow the goalie to make that save. At times that's easier for Swayman. I'd, he'd probably rather that than, than a point shot with a five-layer screen in front of him. So – at the same time, it's huge for the goalie to make that save. Like he, that's 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 starting goalie stuff. That that's where you need that save in the playoffs. That changes series is over a ten game stretch. That's the difference. And Florida got that at times last season, and the Bruins didn't. And that's just one of those things where it, it does change, and and it can change complexion. And now it would be a completely different conversation we'd be having right now if that goes in and and now you feel good about yourself uh where are you at on mason lowry and sort of you know what is the ceiling for a player like him as you see it razor well i think the ceiling's extremely high over his career you know he's only going to get better he's still i know a lot's been made about it but i think it's important is that he wasn't a defenseman growing up he was a forward and only changed back to the back end when he went and started playing junior hockey. So he still has a whole lot to learn defensive side of the puck. We see his offensive skills and his hockey sense offensively. So I I think he's got so much room to grow his just even physically, you know, he's going to get bigger. He's going to get stronger. If he can under, you know, and he, as he learns defense and defensive side of the puck, he's going to be a great defender with that offensive capability. So, um, Sky's the limit, really, at this point for him. He's done a great job when he's been called upon here. And I would love to see him in a, a nice supporting role maybe the rest of the season, if that's what it is. If, if they get another guy or two in the back end, then 
he could be a guy who, who jumps in and, and fills a different kind of role in the playoffs. So we're talking to Andrew, the Razor Raycroft, and this time next week, trade deadline will be here, right? It's March 8th, I it's think it is. next Friday. So it'll, be this, it'll be a week, a week from today, yeah. all right? So it's funny, right. I'm here, I'm listening to, like, DeBrusque and Grizzly, listening to these guys talking, especially DeBrusque asked after, you know, a couple of years ago when he had the whole, like, hey, I want to get traded, and they re-sign him, and you know, he's, he's never really comfortable until the trade deadline passes. And I'm curious, like, one, uh, will they make a move, right? That's the generalized question. Um, and if they do, does it mean somebody on their team currently will be gone? That's a tougher question to answer. The first one, yeah, they're going to make a move. I think deals have started to come down the pipe. Toronto dealt a defense for defense in last night. Uh, Dallas got our defenseman yesterday or two nights ago. So they're starting to trickle out. I think everyone, the dominoes are falling and, and deals will start getting made. The Bruins will be in. I'm sure Don's on the phone right now with somebody. He's burning the phone lines up over the last week and over next week. Off the roster is interesting. Uh, it feels like you're going to have to move someone off the roster just to get under the cap. If, depending on the kind of player you want to bring in or have an option to bring in, you're going to have to lose one or two players off of your roster to fit that new person under the salary cap. Um, and and typically you would expect that to be the expiring contract. It's just easier that way. Now, other teams have jumped in on the last two deals to retain salaries, so you're taking draft picks to hold money for that third, third team. Um, hopefully the Bruins can get in the mix like that. But So... I'm not I, – I feel very confident they're making moves. I, I feel 70% confident that it'll be a guy off the roster. That's, that's a pretty important player at this point for the Bruins. All right, so we uh, started with some fun. Let's end with a little fun. And, again, I go back to uh, Razor's Twitter. Uh, because huh. when, when Derek Forbort was suspended in Seattle on <laughs> Monday for missing a meeting – Razor put on Twitter, and I quote, I have this recurring nightmare. All right, so what happened in your past that has now given you the kind of PTSD that you dream about getting suspended like Forbert did? So I never missed a meeting, never. I, I made every single one. There was a very, very, very close call in Columbus one morning that we were, this was when I was in Colorado. So there was a time change, um, went to the hotel, set the alarm and actually had a roommate too, which the, the guy kind of skunked me, um, mm. you know, in, in hindsight and I'll never see this guy again. So it doesn't matter. Like the guy, he got up really early for breakfast and like never checked on me, never called, went to the rink early, didn't think anything of it. Kind of a bad teammate. And I was, I was PO'd about it at the time. But um, fortunately, so I missed the bus to the rink, but I got up early enough to get a cab, get to the rink, and I acted like I was there the whole time. Like, I just acted like I was in the rink, and I was like, oh, I saw my buddy, I saw my buddy down the hall. I, I was talking to him that long. That's why I didn't take my suit off yet. And only the, only the PR guy saw me. And knew that I was late. He never said anything. And uh, I got away with being a little late. But no meetings missed. No fines. No days missed. But I do think about it a lot now when I have those dreams. 
that that's like I can't put my equipment on fast enough I, to I, get out for warm up. I, I have I will, that dream a lot. I say like I saw that tweet also, and I had to chuckle myself because I don't think I've ever been more panicked as when my alarm didn't go off for a meeting. And I realized I had like 10 minutes to get downstairs to get into the meeting before they locked everybody out, Razor. And the oh. goddamn elevator took at oh. least, it's like I would have made it because I was only late once, Razor, once when I was a rookie. And, it, and I blame yeah. the elevator. I blame the elevator for it because <laughs> if the, the stupid lady wouldn't have pressed all the damn buttons, I wouldn't have to stop and I would have made it in. But that is, uh, I, that's an interesting mindset that you actually are very aware of being late and it literally drives you crazy. Oh, I, like, it, yeah, no, that, it is the worst feeling in the world. Like I can't imagine how Forbert felt when he woke up and realized like that, when you look at your clock and you wake up and you miss that alarm for pro hockey or pro sports meetings, I'm, I'm sure it's the same in nine to five life when you have a big meeting or whatever, but it's, it's a daily, daily nervous wreck. And there's right guys, the same thing. There's a bus to get there's a meeting to get like there's five or six things a day when you're on the road that you have to get to on time and i feel like i you're like a little squirrel like you're always on edge wondering if you're late or getting on time i i always felt that yeah we uh we definitely are here at weei uh worry about not getting into meetings on time ken laird <laughs> is boy you get a ken laird tongue lashing good grief <laughs> you'd, you'd rather get yelled at by Bill Belichick for crying out loud than show up late to a Ken Laird meeting. See, I would say oh. the one key about being late too, Razor, like if you if you know you're going to be late, instead of going into the room while the meeting is going on and then everybody turns their head real quick and they recognize it's like you. Like when you have to open the door. Yeah, you got to open the door. Like the it's real quiet. Man. The key is just not to go into the room. Yep. What do you mean? Like, you don't even go, like, once you realize, once the doors are closed, don't knock on it, don't try to come in. Because to Razor's point, they may not, they may just think you're there. And as they all yep. exit the room, like, you could just be like, oh, hey, what's up, man? That was crazy. Drinking some water, well, whatever. Like, why wouldn't you no, sort of, no, but why wouldn't you kind of like bust in the room and almost be like, oops, sorry, I was in the bathroom. Like, you're zipping your Well, that's another one. The like bathroom, that, I was know? in the bathroom is another one. Yeah. They, they, because at the Patriots, they used to have like, uh, they changed it to digital, they changed all the clocks to digital. So nobody literally had an excuse for being late. Because oh, I couldn't tell what time it was. Oh, the clock stopped. <laughs> no, dude, it's digital, dude. <laughs> like, every second is accounted for. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm, on, I'm, I'm with you. You just don't bother going in. Hopefully they don't see you. And then, then just wait and kind of mingle and, and get back in with the group because deny, deny, and act surprised. That's always the motto. <laughs> well, I'm sure that whenever you're uh, doing morning brew with Jaffe, that Jaffe is the one that slows everything down uh, on the uh, production of that broadcast because you're you going to be on time. Or Bachelor in Paradise, you know, with, like, your oh, Bachelor buddies. Oh, you know? yeah. Wait till I, should, wait till oh, I let you hear this. Oh, we got one good. Next I, week, uh, we're going to be playing this as an <laughs> intro. Uh, it's trade. It'll be it'll be trade deadline next Friday. <sighs> Fourier will threaten you again, Razor, with the oh yeah, I'm gonna do something to the open, and then I'm gonna forget about it in ten minutes when the pizza gets here. <laughs> oh man, yeah, he doesn't need to worry. He knows I'm gonna forget. Yeah, uh, Razor, thank I you. Know. Yeah, oh yeah, you have nothing to worry about. You have nothing to worry about until I write it down, and then we'll get something done. Because then on Thursday we'll be like, oh damn, Nick. Fix this for us. Razor, thank you, buddy. Well, Thanks, have a great buddy. weekend. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Enjoy. Thank you.